Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Carol Ganawa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I hope everybody had a great week last week, and you have read or are reading Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. That was your homework assignment. If you haven't gotten one yet, please try to get one. We're talking about mindfulness, being mindful of our spouses. And I know a lot of you are very, very mindful of where you go these days, what you're eating, and who you who you have to hang around and places of public places that you go to. You're very, very mindful of that right now because of the coronavirus pandemic and the threat that is being perpetuated over and over every day out there. What really, really concerns me is that even though coronavirus is a definite threat to many people, especially those who are exposed to it, the fact of the matter is, is that even if somebody happens to get affected by the coronavirus, Listen to me, friends. It can only lead to physical death for you. If that happens, yes, I'm sorry for whoever it happens to. And that's sad. But that's not that bad. Really, it is not that bad. There is a greater virus out there. Once more, more serious. Much, much more serious than the coronavirus. And let me tell you which that one is. That's the sin virus. It's a spiritual virus. And when it takes over your life, if you do not get the cure for it, that one will lead to spiritual death. That means death for eternity. That means you will never be able to have life again. You're finished. Over. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about eternal damnation in hell. I'm sorry, but it's just the truth. And that's what the instructional manual says. God so loved the world that he came and gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There you go. Even though they haven't found a cure for coronavirus, like I'm saying, it can only lead to physical death. But Jesus solved the problem for the sin virus, and that one leads to eternal death. That means eternal damnation. And his example, when he came and died for us, his example is the highest form of the other-centric life. Can you believe that? Yes, that's what I'm saying to you. I am saying to you that Jesus is our highest example of the other-centric life. How did he do that? He became sin for us. He wasn't thinking of himself. He was thinking of us in our sinful nature. We were written off to go to hell, to be lost forever in sin. But Jesus thought of us. And so he became sin for us. 
When he died on the cross, his whole body was covered in sin. And that's why the father said, no, I can't look at him. And that's why he felt like he had been forsaken by the father. So Jesus became sin for us so that now we can become the righteousness of God in him. Isn't that wonderful news? So Jesus is the best example of the other-centric life. He was thinking of us and how, how we needed a Savior, and that's why he came. When you are a single person, you're wrapped up in yourself. You're very self-centered, thinking of where you need to go, what you need to do next, and what you're going to get for yourself. But when you become one flesh with your hubby or your wifey, you are supposed to graduate from a self-centered life to a other-centered life. You need to live an other-centric life, like the example I just gave you of Jesus. Jesus is a living example of the other-centric life. You've got to graduate from being self-centered to other-centered. Let me bring it home to you. Let me really, really bring it home to you. Here's my example. When I was about 34 years old, when I was 34 years old, I got married when I was 33. And so this was going to be like my first birthday with my husband, my hubby. I was very, very excited about it. I was like, I couldn't wait to see him, you know, go out with him, do things for him and stuff like that. But that particular day, which was in December, he had just gotten off work and he worked a couple more hours than usual. And it was very late. It was kind of late at night. It was like after 10 o'clock or something like that. But it was my birthday. Part of me said, oh man, he is not going to want to go out with me this evening because... I could see tiredness written all over his face. I mean, it was just so prevalent in his face. He was definitely looking tired. So inside my heart was cringing because I was like, oh, darn, he's not going to want to go out with me tonight. Another part of me was saying, though, but it's your birthday. Come on. Give me a break. This only happens once a year, Carol. Once a year. And if he truly loves you, wouldn't he want to spend time with you or go out with you? So I said, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to ask because, yes, and this is going to be like my first birthday with him. So I did ask him. And he said, fine, we can go wherever you want to go. So I said, all right, let's go to our favorite restaurant. I, We went. And we were eating, chatting, and having a good time. And the vibes were just not right. You, let me me just break it down to you. He just wasn't with me. I didn't feel like he was with me. You know, when somebody's physically there in a seat, sitting next to you or across from you, but then they are just not here. You just don't feel them like they're really with you. That's what I was feeling. So, yeah, I got my will. I got my wish. He came to eat out with me. 
but it really didn't make any sense because I didn't feel him with me. He wasn't like, I didn't feel him with me, if you know what I mean. So I really didn't end up having a really good night. It was very, very disappointed. So now I think you know what I'm talking about. That was the other, that was not the other centric side of me. That was the self-centered. I was living a self-centric life. Put it that way. (laughs) So that's what I, and that's what I ended up doing. We can't be that way. We can't be that way when we become one flesh with our spouses. We have to leave the self-centered world and enter into the other-centered world. We have to be mindful of our partner's feelings, their thoughts, what they're going through, and their needs in any moment, in any given moment. Because that's the example of Jesus, and that's what Jesus did. Jesus did that. When he was out feeding the 5,000, he wasn't thinking of himself and trying to make a name for himself by doing and performing all these miracles. He was thinking of the people are hungry. That's what he told his disciples. Sit them down, let them sit down, and I'm going to prepare them a meal. And I'm going to have a meal for them. And of course, you know the story. He said, they said, well, there's only five loaves and two fishes. And he says, I'll, I'll take that. And you know the story from there. They got fed and there was more than enough. Jesus is an example of the other-centric life. He was an other-centered person. And that's what we need to be with our one flesh spouses. Let me give you my last example to wrap it all up for today, okay? About three years ago, I hadn't heard from my hubby for a while. And then he finally called me through WhatsApp. I don't know if you have WhatsApp, but um, a lot of people that I know do. And especially for relatives that live abroad, we can use this free of charge. So they, they like to use it as well. So my husband called me through WhatsApp and he was giving me some instructions. So remember, I'm supposed to be out of the self-centered world now and into the other-centered world. So when he was giving me the instructions, he was giving me some instructions about getting a pitcher of water, he said, and I'm going to pray over it. And then after I pray over it, I want you anoint our children and sprinkle sprinkle some of the water in the house as well as pray over four bottles of water one for one for yourself and one for each of our children that's three water bottles i'm sorry so he was giving me instructions to anoint the water bottles and the pitcher of water for the house as well as our children and i'm saying to myself Wait a minute now, shouldn't you be talking about the plane ticket and what you're going to be, how are you going to get back here to the United States? Because that's all my mind was on. 
you know, I've, we haven't been with each other for a while. So that's obviously what was in the forefront of my mind. But here he is giving me these instructions about anointing water and stuff like that. So I had to pinch myself and I said, Carol, Carol, get back, get back into the other centered world. And there, and I said to myself, you know, yes, I do want him to come home. But at the same time, God could be using him to pray over my kids, pray over my home. Maybe God is speaking to him because there's some disaster that might be coming to our home. Or maybe some sickness or something might be coming, trying to affect my children and God is using him to anoint them. So I paid attention. I paid attention and I listened to everything that he, all the instructions that he gave me and I did them exactly as he said. And I can tell you as of today, I'm really glad I did, especially with um, the coronavirus threat out there. My children have been blessed not to be sick with any flu, pneumonia, or anything like that ever since my husband spoke to me and prayed with me over them and over the family. So I'm grateful to God for that. I am, I ver- I am, I am very grateful to God for that. That is the other-centric life, my friends. You've got to leave it. If you are guilty... If you are guilty of being in the self-centered world right now, you're not living a other-centric life like the one that Jesus lives and that the one that Jesus wants us to live like he did, then you need to get out of there. You need to get out of this self-centered world and get into the other-centered world like Jesus. I promise you, you will not regret it. Thank you so much for listening to me this week. And God bless you. And please don't forget, you never, ever have to experience divorce ever again. God brought the two of you together to be one flesh for life.